0: I, mean, I don't know I get, that would be kind of a kooky thing it you know if be. I were the guy with a friend you know that like buzzes all around me and like I bring him down to places and like show him off
1: that'd be pretty cool actually. that'd be pretty cool right yeah I mean yeah, I don't think that's it's way possible. better than a snake
0: way better than a snake I think this is actually something that, that could work out for me I'm pretty sure that can make this happen hello okay. everyone <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah Dylan, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Okay. Take that to thank the next, Thank you
1: for taking yes, all indeed. those weird breaks. <laughs> that was a lot. Of pauses. Oh, don't start talking like that.
0: (laughs) uh, So we do, uh, as usual, have a lot to get to. I want to remind everybody, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on our merchandise link for the store, pick yourself up a hat for the nice weather that's on the way, keep the sun out of your eyes with a Fun Employment Radio cap.
1: Sure is, but in the interim, before the sun comes out, maybe the cap can keep the rain out of your eyes.
0: Mine was better. It was...
1: Really no, good. mine's more like actually logical because you're talking about living in Portland in March. Nobody wears a ball cap to keep the rain out of your eyes. I wear a hat to keep the rain out of my eyes. Really? Yeah, when I go for like my old lady walks. When's like, the last yesterday? time you wore a ball cap? Well, it's been a while. Usually I wear caps when I uh, go floating, like in the summer. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. usually just to keep the sun out of your eyes to keep the the sun and like, you know, getting splashed by the water. <laughs> that, is, that, is not, <laughs>
0: that is not the case.
1: Either way, whatever you
0: use it for, though, we will not judge. Just uh, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the merchandise link and buy a hat to keep the rain out of your eyes.
1: All right. Yes. Thank you.
0: Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's a maybe that's a common thing. Uh, here's here's what's going on, though, in my world. Um, so I've talked a lot about, you know, my my house in southeast Portland. You know, I've got the backyard. There's some various... Wait,
1: where do you, where do you live in your house? I live in,
0: I live in the converted attic. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, gotcha. because I'm a grown-up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, t- I've talked about how, you know, there's a lot of things that have gone on out there, and there's various creatures that have appeared in my backyard over the years, but, but usually they're undesirable creatures. Usually things I'm not stoked about that are showing up in my backyard. However, over the last couple of weeks... This, this new phenomenon has been happening where I've got what I believe a burgeoning friendship and perhaps, perhaps a new buddy that's been hanging out. And it is this, this has happened to me like two or three times now, where I have this hummingbird that's been showing up and like it, it buzzes around me, like goes around me in a circle and then will just like hover like right next to me and stare at me.
1: Oh, do you have food out for it?
0: I, I do now. Oh, I do awesome. now like have food probably out for hungry. it. I have food out for it uh, now, but I believe this is uh, this is something you know that maybe I can I can work into uh, having a, a you know a buddy.
1: Well, first of all, that's very nice of you to leave out food because hummingbirds need you know food from their friends in order to survive. So I'm sure that he's very grateful for that. Yes, yes, and second of all, wait, so he was just hovering next to that's you. That's the
0: thing. This is weird. I mean, hummingbirds hover. Yeah, but I mean, like right they're next magical
1: to me. little creatures. But
0: like right next to me. Like it's
1: just was it th- looking in your eyes? I'm do pretty sure it was looking eyes? into my
0: soul. So, so I'm wondering, you know, and it's I'm seeing some questions coming here in the FunEmploymentRadio.com uh, live chat, and uh, and I'm seeing okay, there's don't have the red dye in the feeder. Why do I not? <laughs> why do I not want the red dye in the feeder? Because I have red dye in the feeder, or maybe I don't, depending on what the
1: answer to this question is. I mean, if and then. What's that? I said. I mean, if it doesn't, then you can just you know change it out. But now it's your response. Now it's your responsibility to to feed your hummingbird friend.
0: Yes. Well, exactly. So let's see here. We're taking a look here. Um, let's see. Do you have it? A- yes. Yeah, so I do have a feeder. There's definitely some some questions that are coming in. Uh, teach it to drink from your mouth. It'll be a big hit. God. And that's the thing. That's the thing. I I believe, I believe, uh, that uh, you know, if I, if I could train this hummingbird properly. And I could have it, you know, like, hang around my shoulder. Like, I could be walking down the street and be like, oh, there's Hummingbird guy. And I'd I I mean,
1: you could. I just saw Cat Girl again the other day because there's this, when I go for my walks, there's a lady who walks around with a cat on her shoulders.
0: Well, really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. With a cat just, like, hanging out Just a out cat on just hanging
1: out, like, the, just sitting on one of her shoulders.
0: Okay, there is a guide here that uh, somebody just posted in our live chat um, from perkypet.com on how to hand feed hummingbirds what? I'm going to trade by the way the hummingbird does have a name his name is Henry uh, I'm going to tr- train Henry Henry the hummingbird Henry the hummingbird <laughs> to eat out of my hand how bad ass would that be Walk, I mean how many how many people would think that was really cool if I was walking down the street and I just had this hummingbird Feeding out of my hand. I mean, yeah. If you Send had food stop, for
1: it, and it was like, uh, I mean, yeah, it's free to go anytime. I would also
0: be one of those people that did it very publicly, but then pretended like I'm not trying to get. Oh, everybody like to you're look trying to be
1: like subtle whimsy.
0: Subtle, but yeah, I mean, nobody's nobody's looking. Like, oh, look this? at me!
1: Don't look at me! Don't look at me! Look at yes, me! Yes, exactly. Me. I want to be yeah. like
0: that kind of guy where it's really awkward, where they're trying really hard to get everybody's attention, but then acting like they're not. That's exactly who I would be. So. So, yeah, I think this is something something I do. Okay, I'm some other suggestions. The birds get angry with me if I let the feeder run dry. They come and buzz my head when I'm outside reading. Oh, boy. Okay, so they're starting to get angry. Um, let see, you can train your hummingbird army to attack your enemies. Oh, exactly. that's, that's wonderful. wonderful thing that I yeah, because do. even though
1: they're adorable and cute, they're also, like, pointy. They're, they're are, very they're pointy. pointy. They're very pointy. Mm, very pointy and very fast, which could be effective, uh, you know, against your enemies. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm. absolutely. So these are all things that I can work out, and I I do feel like this runs in the family a little bit because my dad has like 19 hummingbird feeders, and they always have hummingbirds at their house. Oh, so maybe I'm just becoming old. So the nibblers anyway, are hummingbird people. Uh, <laughs> we're we're hummingbird pe- people. Yeah, the nibblers are definitely uh, hummingbird folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we've got it running. They come our blood. from a long
1: line of hummingbird people, mm-hmm. hummingbird folk, hummingbird folk. <laughs> all right, so I'm looking at this. So uh, so since you do have the feeder hanging up, yes. Um so there are some you know methods to being able to connect with your hummingbird friends. Okay. So it says you have to introduce the feeder. So before you include yourself in the equation, you want to let it get accustomed to its new feeder. So maybe don't you know, you don't need to be out there when Henry is out there eating. Okay. So that way he can kind of get adjusted and be like, hey, this is a safe space for me. I can have my food. Yeah. Nobody's bothering me. Okay. Then after a little while, you introduce yourself into the situation. This is what? These are the guides? Yeah. So once uh, once hummingbirds have started using the feeder regularly, introduce yourself to the area during popular feeding times. Okay. Start slowly by sitting or standing somewhere nearby to get them comfortable with your presence. So stay still and avoid sudden movement so it doesn't startle them. Okay. Take a step or two closer to the feeder every day. Okay, and
0: just keep keep on
1: getting closer. Keep, cre- keep creeping. But Henry's already coming pretty close to me. Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, he's he's buzzing right around me.
1: Yeah. So when the hummingbirds are familiar with the feeder, and you're no, able to stand anything I'm saying. Wait what did you say Well he's already <laughs> buzzing around you Yeah but you didn't have The the feeder with you at the time
0: No this is true Yeah This is true I didn't have that out
1: I'm sorry I'm trying to help you Greg. I know I'm I'm listening. very intense about this I'm,
0: be- I'm, I'm very serious About I was getting my to the most exciting lifestyle.
1: part And then you're just talking over me I want to
0: be part of the hummingbird lifestyle Here is
1: step three When okay. the hummingbird is familiar with the feeder And okay. you're able to stand very close to them It's time to try holding it
0: <gasps> Wait it'll get in your hand
1: yeah, hold, no, holding the feeder.
0: Oh, holding the feeder.
1: Yeah, okay. And then you become one with the feeder, and then the hummingbird begins to trust you because you seem like an extension of their food source.
0: Doesn't I try just made that. Your eyes out.
1: Though. I don't think it pecks your eyes out, but I would wear sunglasses just in case.
0: I mean, I don't really want one of those sharp little beaks going into my eye.
1: I would probably wear like safety goggles.
0: Is that something that happens? They stab eyes.
1: I mean, I don't know, but now that you have said that, I'm going to be terrified that a hummingbird's going to poke my eyes
0: that, out. That's me kind of nervous. Because they're so fast, they just go. Thinking beep, about it, yeah, beep. it's like little needles. Okay, this is something that I do need to think about then. Um, all be right, very so sure. still
1: and the hummingbird may stop for a sip after a while. They may even use your finger as a perch. That's, How exciting would that, that be? That
0: would be really cool be to so show cool. off to people. That's what I would want to do with it. Okay. Mike says, I see Greg at Saturday Market in a few months hustling with his hummingbird review. Yeah, I could have like, oh, I could, oh my gosh, I could set up a shop and have all my different hummingbirds around me that do like little tricks and stuff. Oh, this could be really good train them like drones to like spell out things. There's a lot of, there's a lot of potential here to
1: make a hummingbird army.
0: Yeah. To make a hummingbird army. Okay. Become hummingbird guy. And then I travel around. Then Netflix does a whole series on me.
1: Okay. So there are some additional steps that, to help you, um, be, become more accommodating to your hummingbird friends. Mm-hmm. So wear bright colors because okay. they're attracted to, you know, bright color that if they think you're a big, beautiful flower again,
0: um, that makes me Eyeballs. worry about the eyes being yeah pecked out there. I told
1: you safety goggles.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, let's see. Um, so steady your hand. So try bracing your ar- hand or arm on a table um, or other nearby object that can offer support. So okay. if it looks like your hand's steady, that might be someplace that they'll perch. Okay. Remove other feeders. If you have like a squirrel feeder or like anything I else. You should not
0: have a squirrel feeder. <laughs> I have no desire to feed the squirrels. All right.
1: So if you have any other feeders in the vicinity, then you need to get like, if you're trying to make a hummingbird friend, then
0: there are no intentional feeders. Yes. And keep it clean.
1: Make sure that you keep it clean
0: the hummingbird yeah use clean. mild
1: soap and water to clean it okay all right to make sure that it doesn't get all like gross and crusty okay all right there's so many so many things tricks to the trade
0: yeah these are all things that I need to learn if I'm gonna become a hummingbird guy yeah okay all right what do you think about that think about that for my my lifestyle
1: I think you should wear something I've been looking for some kind of I think of if persona. anyone could have like a freak accident with a hummingbird it would be it would
0: probably be me yeah <laughs> yeah if Henry turned on me that would actually that would actually be yeah, a big concern
1: yeah, no. Sometimes, I mean, I am paranoid about something getting in my eyes. Like, I would totally. I don't
0: even like that we're talking about this.
1: I know that's why I am saying, like, wear sunglasses or glasses.
0: Now I am nervous about you even here in this room. Like, I am just this is making me all uncomfortable.
1: Wait, what? The Henry might poke your eyes. No,
0: just you are talking about eye poking too much.
1: No, because it makes me very uncomfortable too, and I just want you to like. All right. Be be aware.
0: Okay, uh, Derek is saying you could also plant some hummingbird attracting plants. They like red flowers. Okay. All right. Ooh. Okay. I'd be willing to do that.
1: Well, plus, weren't, weren't you talking about doing like a whole refresh of the nib hole anyway? Of pergolatory? Yes. Yeah, of the nib hole. And you were talking about maybe painting like some red in there. Just think uh, you're hummingbird friend. I don't know
0: friend. if I'm going to paint it red or not.
1: Okay. I was say, well, your hummingbird friend. would be very excited. Yeah. It'd be like a big, you know, bright red yeah. space.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a thought. Yes, but there is going to be a refresh of it. Okay. A refresh is awkward. Why
1: are you being weird? It's because I don't know if I want to paint it red. Oh, okay.
0: You're uh, you're dictating the colors of purgatory, and I'm very uncomfortable. And plus we talked about eyes and it makes me it makes me very nervous.
1: Everything makes you nervous. Everything makes me nervous. The world
0: s- makes me nervous, Sarah. This is why I just want to be a recluse now with the hummingbirds and uh, become a hummingbird man.
1: That sounds kind of Hi, not my terrible. My name's
0: Greg, I'm, uh, I'm a hummingbird man. And uh, that's what I do and then uh, you know, you'll see me walking down the street i become, you know, like the Unipiper. I'll be Hummingbird Man. Oh. Yeah.
1: I mean, there have to be, because be every, kind of like, Portland legend person starts out, you know, on their first day. Like, oh, yeah.
0: Can, before they go crazy?
1: Ex- no, no, not, not before they go crazy. Before they establish, like, legendary status. Yeah. Like Portland Elvis. He was just down at Saturday Market dressed in a crazy Elvis costume. Right. And now he's, you know, infamous right. in the city. Yeah. Like, everyone knows who he is. Because one day he decided to go downtown dressed in an Elvis costume and perform. Yeah.
0: Well, he also had the Church of Elvis.
1: He also had the Church of Elvis. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a like um like anyone you could think that like is an eccentric personality around Portland had their first day that they did it. Yes. So you could absolutely become Hummingbird Man. Hummingbird
0: Man. Yeah. It's, it's got a there'll little to it. will be like murals you of
1: you like you know like how, how they have murals of like, like me with
0: my arms out like almost in kind of like a uh, Religiously pose, and then with hummingbirds all around me, and they'll be painting murals of me.
1: Like, hummingbird, man.
0: Yeah, I kind of like the idea of this.
1: I mean, first, we need to establish if you're actually friends with even one hummingbird. We have to see if Henry, Henry is,
0: is my friend. Henry is my pal. And then it, once I, you know, bring Henry in, all the other ones will show up as well. The other ones will come. What if Henry is just like a,
1: lone, like a lone ranger? Well, if he doesn't have hummingbird friends he's just out on his own
0: well then it'll just he be and you and I Henry be, against yeah, the world Henry and I against the world Henry yeah. and I together and that's exactly you know how it should be sometimes we'll, we'll stand together and uh, you know it'll be me and Henry walking again walking down the street walking to the bar don't look at me don't look at me look at me you know one of those situations and um, be like oh my gosh you have to be
1: gentle with him though because he'll probably startle easily and if you're in a bar like I don't think Henry should be in oh, a Henry's bar oh Henry's gonna go to the bar
0: with me he'll hang out with me and then you know if somebody annoys me, I'll buzz them. You know, buzz all over them. Uh, let's see, Mister jenky says you also want to be constantly humming. This is true because that would add to the lore of it.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. have you looked up like hummingbird noises online?
0: I have not to done see that. if they can,
1: if you can attract other hummingbirds with like different hummingbird sounds.
0: I have I have not. This is something that obviously I need to look into. For I would say, say you have speakers persona. like
1: just load the like if you want to like call them over. Like put out some bright red stuff, noises? and then play hummingbird noises, and and like leave the area.
0: I will not look insane to anybody walking by. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, and then I'll get a sign like "warning hummingbird crossing," or something like that. Yes, I could really go. I One could of really those go all signs? in on yellow yeah. signs. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. hang
1: it on your fence. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see that.
0: Oh man, you know I there are hummingbird crossing.
1: You know there's... What st- if I just
0: put out like a ton of feeders out in my front yard? Because they're
1: magical little creatures. I mean, clearly there are people that are obsessed with them.
0: Hey, ladies. I'm the hummingbird man.
1: You want a dude that's super into hummingbirds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There are like no less than a million different types of hummingbird signs.
0: Okay. All right. The humming comes from the wings. They aren't making that noise on purpose. That's That does make sense. The male hummingbirds are territorial. All right. Well, Henry's not going to be territorial with me. Uh, we'll be pals. So this is clearly all something that uh, I'm. I didn't realize I was getting into. Oh, Courtney just posted a link to a hummingbird crossing sign. What that does? That's exactly exactly what I was looking for. Uh, so I become a hummingbird man.
1: So you want to be a humming? I know. I was just looking. At how long? D- Are you comfortable with this? Are you comfortable with this transition I mean, that I'm making? It's fine. What you do, you. If this makes you happy, you know. If anything makes anybody happy at this point, (laughs) you just just go for it. Yes. (laughs) Anything you need. Become a hummingbird man. All
0: right. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing.
1: Wow. Do you know that hummingbirds sleep from 8 to 16 hours? Uh,
0: Lazy. Wow. Pretty lazy. Uh, Yeah. Gardening with Greg, that could be be something. Although I'm not a very good gardener. I'm, I'm really not.
1: I'm sorry. Can we just... What? Like outside of the bubble for sight. There is some loud plane noise that has been outside for like 10 minutes. It's starting to freak me out a little.
0: Uh, there's some jets going by.
1: Yeah, it's been going for like 10 minutes. Has it? I haven't yeah. been paying attention. No, because you've been dreaming about hummingbirds. That's true. Uh, yes. But that is Those way too jets. loud, and it's been going for a, a long time, and it's making me very uncomfortable. Because you know what? Also, also, when I got to, and it's getting louder.
0: That's some pretty loud jets. There are loud jets going over. I don't think it's coming through in the microphone.
1: Okay, but let me tell you. What else? I was wondering if something was amiss today. As a kid, you not when I was walking up to the studio, there were dogs barking everywhere, everywhere. And you know, the, my first thought was like, you know, how animals react to some sort of catastrophic event. Yeah. Like before it happens, there. I have never heard more barking dogs. And there, we aren't. We're in an industrial area. There were dogs barking all around.
0: Like, what do you think it means?
1: I don't know. Is there like? I'm like, is it the big one? What's going to What's happen? The big
0: one. Oh, you mean as far as the earthquake?
1: Yeah. Like are the animals in like sensing something? Well that's And now there's a scary, never ending jet sound outside. I don't know. So you yes, Greg. With all of everything happening in the world, you become the goddamn hummingbird man (laughs) and you live your best life.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure. That there is a lot of jets that now that you've mentioned this.
1: It's very yeah, it's freaking me out a little bit. Let's not focus on it Let's focus on stupid things Okay Hey Hello my friends My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome To my world of crazy
0: Crazy Alright Speaking of crazy uh, There's a question here in the chat really quick Just sure? before you get started Mr. Oh please no, uh, any, uh, You guys any have the strangest reactions to jet sounds Have jet noises ever translated into something weird happening for you?
1: I mean, I don't hear jet noises and think something good is happening. Why? What why do you, what do you associate bad? What good thing would a jet here. be flying? Just what doing some sort of run for like an impending World War Three? Probably. Yeah. Like I'm not thinking like, oh, they're just out for a nice flyabout.
0: <laughs> flyabout, is that what the sure. technical term is? Yes. We'll go out in a flyabout.
1: Let's just go on a casual flyabout and a you know, military jet. Yes. Around a metropolitan area. All right. It just, I just don't associate it with positive feelings. Maybe I'm doing that wrong. The dog thing was kind of weird, though.
0: All the dogs were barking? Oh, yeah, it was. Were they barking at you?
1: No, but I couldn't see, no, it isn't like a son of Sam. Were you wearing
0: your haunted ring?
1: I was wearing my haunted ring.
0: Do you notice that animals shy away from you? Um, I, I saw
1: my delightful teenage friend JoJo the other day, and then she was telling me how much she loved my ring, and I'm just like, "Oh, I got it! I got it in an antique store, you know, at Pike Place." She's like, "Oh, it's definitely haunted." I'm like, "Yes, yes, it is." Ew. Yeah.
0: I don't like that thing being in here.
1: I know my my niece looked at it and started talking to it.
0: Yeah, see, th- <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> no wonder dogs are barking at you.
1: They weren't barking at me. They were barking around me, like Do I didn't you see, see like, any cats, dogs. Like, <laughs>
0: When you walk by, have you noticed
1: them a lot No, I meet many dogs in my travels around. How do the
0: cats handle
1: it? The cats are fine. I was actually just hanging out with a cat the other day. Yes. Were you wearing the ring? I was wearing the ring the whole time. Okay. And I got to pet many cats.
0: Okay. I got to pet
1: two out of three cats. Okay. First up, hey, Craig, another day, another Guinness World Record. Oh, my God. Punch me in the face. A restored version of the world's longest car has now broke its own Guinness World Record when it is officially measured at 100 feet and 1.5 inches long. What was it? Listen to me. The world's longest car.
0: A car, okay.
1: Car. The reminds me of that Aphex Twin video.
0: What about the Aphex Twin video?
1: When he has the super long limousine.
0: Oh, I forgot about that video. I know what you're talking about, but I'm... Um... Sarah, not everyone knows every Aphex twin reference for a random video from nineteen ninety nine. You're like getting mad at me for not understanding.
1: No, but I know that you've seen I, it. I know you know I, what I'm talking about. I'm aware about.
0: yes, you're correct. I am aware I can't of it. I don't remember what the what the song <laughs> was. An Aphex Twin video.
1: Oh what, is it Come to Daddy or Windowlicker? I think it's Window Liquor.
0: It's not Come to Daddy, I knew that. Yeah, it.
1: I think it's Window Licker.
0: Yeah. That reminds me of that Crowbar video from nineteen ninety seven.
1: You know what? I didn't stomp on your hummingbird dreams. Let me do my bit over here. <laughs> I'm just. Also, if you've a never a seen Apex Twin, anyone out there, reference. do yourself a favor and look it up. It's so weird. It's so weird and nightmare inducing and true. creative and weird. All right. 100 foot long car. Here we go. Guinness World Records says the super limousine, known as the American Dream, was originally built in 1986 by a car customizer named Jay Orberg and was originally measured at 60 feet long. So he later extended the vehicle to 100 feet long, which you should, if, if you can, Google an image of this, because it's actually, it, it, your brain doesn't really like process how actually long it is. I mean, it's 100 feet yeah, long. Yeah, it's a very long car. It's a very long car.
0: Where would you even, how could you even so drive it? So you can't
1: really car? drive it, actually. Yeah, so he later extended the vehicle to 100 feet forth. long. Uh, the ve- yeah, I don't know how you turn. You I don't know how turn. many sets of wheel wells there are on that.
0: Um, I can count them. There's a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, the vehicle's name made numerous appearances in films before uh, eventually ending up in the New Jersey warehouse where it sat for several years. Uh, Michael Manning, well, I wonder, hot dog, I wonder if it was at the least, one used in the Aphex Twin video.
0: At least 11 sets of wheels, maybe more. It's hard to tell. Greg,
1: we look and see if, but that looked digitally. I mean, maybe it was.
0: <laughs> it's the same one. Again, I don't know on the Aphex Twin video from 1998 where they had the super long car in it. I did. Sure. It was like a
1: never-ending limo.
0: I'm that really made an impression on you. Sure
1: did. Are you looking it up, Greg? What do I look up? Apex Twin Window Looker <laughs> Longest <laughs> Car. Just, I don't think
0: I want any of that on my search <laughs> history.
1: Uh, all right, so Michael Manning who's the owner of uh, the Autoseum, Autoseum, So it's like a museum but an museum. Technical Teaching Museum in Nassau, uh, New Great. York. Great, now I'm
0: on some site where it says I have to be 18 or older to view this, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm getting into. <laughs>
1: decided to take on the task of restoring the American dream, which had rusted during its time in storage to the point of where many of its components were unsalvageable. So he said he first found the car in an auto body shop in New Jersey, and it was garbage. It was covered in graffiti, the windows were broken, the tires were flat, but I fell in love with it anyway. He said, I'm going to bring this car back to its glory days. Well, he said his plans were initially interrupted by budget issues, and he was left searching for a new home for it. Um, so he ended up listing the car on eBay, where it was purchased by a man by the name of Michael Deezer. This is a lot of words and names for a car yeah. story that just keeps going. Yeah, uh, Michael Deezer, o- owner of the Deezerland Park Car Museum, Park Deezerland Park Car Museum. This, this is was putting great. emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. That seems like something you would do: Nibblerland Park, car museum, and tourist attractions. And hummingbirds,
0: and tequilas. Uh,
1: so this is uh, now in Orlando, Florida, and tequila. Yes. So the restored American Dream features inside of it a heli—I guess outside of it too—a helipad, a swimming pool, a hot tub, a putting green, and a large waterbed. And the car will now be displayed at the Deezerland Park Car Museum. You said you can't drive it on the road because it's too long. Now it's just built to be put on display.
0: I know so much about this car now. I know. This is not, uh, okay.
1: So much about the world's longest
0: car. I'm I'm glad I'm learning.
1: Well, you know what? That could be a good trivia thing. Anyone who just happened to be listening, like, Sarah, shut the fuck up (laughs) about the car. For for a trivia thing about Apex Twin? (laughs) Apex Twin Trivia Night? Did you find out? I'm sorry,
0: it's not readily available. Um, Are you over not,
1: 18? You I check? was
0: over 18, and it wouldn't let me read the comments, though, so I don't even know. No, I'm
1: just saying, if some, like, what's the world's longest car? You can now say it's 101.5 inches, and it resides at It's car 101.5 museum in Florida. It's very
0: similar to the car that was used in the Apex Twin video window looker. <laughs> so
1: much information. You're mad at me for
0: not getting that reference. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Uh, speaking of the nineties, I
0: have an encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge of.
1: Next up, nineties. By the way, that was nineteen
0: ninety nine. Is when that video came out.
1: That's not that long ago. Oh my god, that's twenty three years ago. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Uh, speaking of the nineties in Florida, I'm trying to do a segue, and you're. I'm ruining it. You're right? ruining like everything. You're ruining it. Uh-huh. All right. The house that was made famous by the nineteen ninety film. Edward Scissorhands, which I'm assuming, just knowing you, Greg, you probably don't like or haven't seen. <laughs> wow. Jesus. I'm just saying, it seems too probably artsy. don't like or haven't seen. I'm just saying, <laughs> n- knowing you, it might be a little too artsy-fartsy for you. I think I've seen part of it. And?
0: I don't really remember. He lives on a hill, like a hill at the end of the house, right? Or a house at the end of the hill? There we go. Or a house on a hill? House on a hill?
1: And then they bring him down to suburbia and try to normalize him. And then, you know, then they all turn against him. It's a very, very good movie.
0: They, do they like hang him or something? Like what goes on there?
1: Well, they don't hang him, but they, I mean, they try to hurt him. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, it's a beautiful movie. Is it? Is it though? It truly is. It's fantastic. It's so well done. Okay. All right. So The House Made Famous by Edward Scissorhands is on sale in Florida. You can get it for $700,000. And the residence comes with uh, memorabilia from the movie, including a life-size mannequin of Johnny Depp playing Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) So this is in Lutz, Florida. It was made famous um, as the home of the family that took on Johnny Depp's character in the Tim Burton film. So uh, the home was remodeled to make the interior resemble the sets that served as the inside of the house in the film. And it's full of memorabilia including authentic and reproduced props, an original script used by the movie's prop master, and a life-size Edward Scissorhands. The exterior of the house is also... I was wondering about this. The exterior of the house has also been decorated with unusual landscaping designed to resemble the art created by Edward and his scissorhands.
0: Ah. At least they're embracing it. It's not better than, than Goonies House people.
1: Well... I'm sure you wouldn't like having people trample on your property all day, every day. No,
0: but you can't even go up there to take a picture now of the Goonies House.
1: Didn't they used to hang a tarp over it? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. they did that for a while.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I get you don't want people on your property, but you bought the Goonies House. That's true. You, you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. The Goonies, for anybody who doesn't know the Goonies House is in that story. Yet? It's not very far from I an mean, hour and a half or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can't even go up there to take a picture anymore.
1: I'm sorry, that's terrible. It's kind of upsetting. Like Until you're very worked up.
0: I'm quite worked up about it.
1: quite worked up about it.
0: I mean, if I bought the Goonies house, I would allow people to take pictures of it. I wouldn't... I get not on the property. Don't go on the property. But I'd set up like a little viewing stand and be like, take a picture from here.
1: But you know people are still going to go on your property. Oh, I'd take measures into my own... And that's what these people have done. (laughs) I'm not like... I'm not saying that, you know, it doesn't suck. But I mean... It is their house And people were like Walking on their property Like to take I'm pictures On the porch and stuff okay. And finally A Playboy model Who married herself Last year Which we had <laughs> talked About this Last year Is now divorcing herself So oh she can no. enjoy Partying as a single woman What?
0: I don't remember Talking about this one Yes
1: yeah, she was a Playboy model Who married herself What's her herself. name? Uh, Chris Galera that so from Brazil, to, who now lives in London, decided to Chris get... Chris Galera? Yeah, C-R-I-S-G-A-L-E-R-A. Okay. From Brazil, but now resides in London, decided to get married to herself after being disappointed with her failed relationships. She took part in a ceremony with herself in August last year, and speaking <laughs> at the time, she said, I reached a point where I matured, realizing I'm a strong and determined woman. I was always afraid of being alone, but then I realized I needed to learn to feel good about myself. When that happened, I decided to celebrate it. Well, now Chris is done celebrating, and she's bringing her marriage to herself to a close so she can freely party as a single woman (laughs) during Carnival in Brazil next month. She said, I decided to marry myself in, uh, in the first place as I was very disappointed and didn't want any kind of relationship with anyone. That's when I said, I'm going to marry myself. Uh, she said, I don't believe in traditional marriages because they always end. Isn't her marriage to herself ending?
0: I don't believe in traditional marriages because they always end. Because they always end.
1: Know. But then she ma- she said, then when I found out I could marry myself, it was wonderful. I didn't divorce myself because I got tired of myself. What is going on there? That is a whole lot of...
0: I wonder why she couldn't hold down a steady relationship.
1: <laughs> she does not sound <laughs> at w- all I like wonder, she's unstable. I wonder,
0: <laughs> wonder what's going on there.
1: Uh, Despite her own marriage Herself ending in divorce Chris is not ruling out Another trip down the aisle In the future Should she meet The right person Uh, Revealing what it would take To get a man To earn himself A place for her affections The totally not shallow Playboy model says For a man to get my attention He has to be Beautiful Powerful Charming Fragrant And rich Fragrant? And rich (laughs) Fragrant? Fragrant He has to put off Some sort of odor I mean fragrant I don't know Fragrance
0: usually not a, not a kind term when a flattering term when you're discussing about somebody. It's very fragrant. Like yeah, I would not, not think that's a I I don't want anybody to describe me as that. I don't
1: want to be described as fragrant. Fragrant.
0: Well, I mean, she's very nice, but she's quite fragrant. Let's just say you'll know when she's oh, in the room.
1: Oh no! Stop,
0: Sarah. Oh yeah, wonderful.
1: Don't stop using me as an example.
0: A bit fragrant. let just
1: stop just it. I
0: want to let you know when you first meet her, I am you'll notice.
1: I took a shower and I'm wearing my perfume today. I smell delightful today. Quite fragrant. Yes, in a good way. Mm. Anyway. The there day. you go. <laughs> Shut up. All right, <laughs> there you have it. Those your world of crazy. Uh, by
0: the way, to answer say everybody who's been freaking out and worried about the jets, I know we've set a lot of people off with that. Um, Twitter to the rescue, and I did get a reply back that the, uh, the National Guard is flying overhead with F-15s right now.
1: See? So that's a super good reason.
0: So there are, there that is going on.
1: That was very loud.
0: It was quite, you were quite upset. Are you going to be one of those people that calls? Distressed. Calls into the, yeah, you're very distressed. Are you going to call into like.
1: Why call into something when you can just put it on Twitter and somebody can have the answer?
0: Yeah, but I mean, are you going to call in and complain to like an air tower? No. What? Like, the, the jets are too loud. I'm distressed. So you seem weird. like you'd be a call-and-complaining lady.
1: I am not a call-and-complain person. I feel like, no, between the two of us, you 1 billion percent are the call-and-complain person. And I have seen you call and complain many, <laughs> many times.
0: I actually have to do a call-and-complain oh, yeah. for today. By shocked. the way, Fluent Home Services... Home Alarm Company They suck Oh yeah I was they, in they the suck.
1: Uncomfortable position Where Greg talked to them Last time Cause he was like, It was so awkward They are awful No they're awful
0: Yeah So just beware of that
1: But I'm saying Like do not have that Phone conversation When I'm anywhere around Please That was so uncomfortable That guy was a
0: jerk He was straight up Confrontational though it, Like a guy who enjoys his job Like being confrontational That's all not me. Um, are any new kids blocking your driveway? No, actually, they have not. They have not for a little bit. I think that one kid might, might
1: have learned his lesson. Well, successfully, he didn't know that it was you. Probably not.
0: Um, let's see, seeing some comments here. I know as we're we're wrapping out. Uh, Doug says Jets. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Who is more Karen, Sarah or Greg?
1: Greg, <laughs> that, that is not true. That is absolutely true. What are you talking about? I cannot r- recall ever saying, "Can I speak to the manager?" I've never said,
0: I, "Can I speak to the manager?" Well, not in person no, on the oh. phone. Yes, I've definitely done that when I'm in a when I'm in a tiff with somebody. Yeah, I've totally I have done that before. Usually involves Comcast.
1: No, I've seen you do like similar things in person where no, you I to have, have a not. confrontation.
0: I have like not. Ma- I have never sat down and said, I want to speak to the no, manager. No, not in speak
1: to the manager, but have like a stern talking to. What like with that, like one example that stuff got mixed up with our mailbox.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely got pretty stern then.
1: That was very awkward.
0: Uh, well, they were trying to charge us for something that wasn't our fault. And they're charging a late fee and we didn't have a late fee. And so I didn't feel like we should be charged that.
1: No, it was very That And was
0: quite...
1: <laughs> you were quite brusque. <laughs>
0: uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So between the two of us, I would say... Yes I don't indeed. think that
0: makes me a... What, because I didn't want to get taken advantage of? No,
1: but I'm just saying you're more confrontation, confrontational than I am. Well, you know. I mean, that's not a bad thing. I mean, I could I push back when need be, but I don't. I just think you might be a little more confrontational.
0: Why do you think that?
1: Exactly. <laughs> also, I've ridden in a car with you before.
0: Well, if people are driving bad, they have to be. You have to let them know. I had to honk at somebody today.
1: Every time I say that, you always have, like say like it's some random occurrence. But every single time, you're like, "Oh, well, I had to yell at somebody today. I well, had to today, honk at somebody today." This lady was running a
0: red light and like turning in into my lane in traffic, so I had to let her know. Well, it sounds like a deserved. Oh wait, honk. there was twice today. I did. Oh boy. <laughs> Actually, that is true. And then there was another lady that cut me off. It wasn't her turn to go in. It was one of those big traffic circles. It wasn't her turn to go in. Then she just like darted out in front of me, so I went, honk, hey.
1: Okay.
0: Helping people left and right with my honk. Uh, send us an email, radio at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone. Hummingbirds. All right.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, let us know how Henry is. I will. Yeah, uh, okay. I want to
0: see. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com.
1: <laughs>